Mango Mustache Media. Chicanos, welcome to another episode of Chicano Chingon, presented by Hacienda Las Glorias, a mango mustache original. I'm your host, Nell Marie. I'm your other host, Arturo. We're joined with our producer, Alex Schulte, and today we have a special guest with us, introducing our new friend, Chappies. Welcome, welcome. Hi. So happy to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And we actually met at the Cedar Rapids Latino Festival. It was a blast if you went, if you missed it go to the next one it was great you can see us there again but yeah welcome to the show we are in for an interesting episode it could be mm-hmm. i think for our culture and our community it could be a little taboo uh, yeah a little bit but you know what <laughs> i feel like we're gonna have an interesting conversation so i'm i'm excited and i'm ready for it so let's get right in with the right into the word of the day the word of the day mm-hmm. learning time The word of the day is polyamor. Can you say (laughs) polyamor? Polyamor. Good job. (laughs) One more time. Say polyamor. Polyamor. (laughs) Thank you, Arturo. Did you say it, dear listener slash viewer? Did you say the word? I really hope you did because it'd be disappointing (laughs) if you didn't. Anyways, so polyamor in English means polyamory, but how do we define that, Arturo? Because I think even in English, not a lot of people know what that word is. Mm-hmm. Um, best way to define it is it, it's the it's the practice of engaging in multiple uh, consensual relationships at the same time, and. Um, yeah, you gotta, you have to focus on the fact that like non-toxic communication. <laughs> all parties all are parties consenting. are consenting. It's yeah. it's almost like everybody's signed a contract in a way. Right. Not to be confused with uh cheating on your partner and not telling them about it. It's just everybody knows about it. There's no surprises. It's a conversation. And I feel like Chappies has a lot more to say on it. I mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you, is that the way you would define it? Would you go by that definition or do you have a better one? Um, I would say that's like the dictionary definition, yeah. but um, it's definitely like based on like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who like kind of bring it into their platonic relationships, which is like family or like friendships, which right. I mean, we're all polyamorous at that point because we have many friends, right? We have yeah. many like families that we love. But like polyamorous defines like with the romantic relationships and where you say what there's no surprises, sometimes there'd be surprises. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I bet. I feel like you would hope for the most part there's none, but yeah, I mean. I mean, you can only hope for like the good surprises, though. Yeah, I think it goes with any relationship, though. You you hope for the best. Not even monogamous ones aren't always literally solid. So it's pretty much just that like. If it's going to be this way in like a monogamous relationship, you have to think about it like times two because you have like almost not necessarily two monogamous relationships. But like, yeah, you have two connections you gotta or split your time more. and energy and mm-hmm. your feelings. Have you so. For lack of better words, is this like have you been in multiple polyamorous relationships or is this something you've been doing for a while or is this newer to you or. 
What's so your experience? it's kind of crazy. Me and my husband just jumped into it. So I got married when I was 16 and I had my oldest when I was 17. So it's like once. Oh, so, okay. So I got married when I was 16, but I got with my husband when we were 15 and we were like really religious back then. Mm. But since I met him, I used to be like super reserved and whatever. And since I met him, I like opened up a lot more. And so like the can of worms opened and I was like, yeah, actually, um, I mean, I do, I do like girls too. And he was like, cool. I mean, like what, what guy's not going to say that's cool. Like yeah. some guys don't, <laughs> but most but guys, most are, usually guys like, are like, cool. Nice. <laughs> as long as, you know, I can be a part of it too. And so I was like, bet, but it didn't get like that until we were married. Like when we were just dating, we always just had really good communication. And I was like, if you ever have interest with somebody else, like I would like to know that way I could be, like, I can think about what I need to do to be better. Mm. So that way your attention doesn't go elsewhere. And he was like, same. So we were, we just, that's how we started to be like open communication, literally. Yeah. And then we were married is when I was like, okay, I do like girls for sure. Wait, I think I already had told him when um, we weren't married, but like we were already living together and stuff. So I was like, oh, I do. And then like two months later, I had a girlfriend. Oh, and okay. he wasn't involved in it, but it's still a like that's still like a, dyma- a dynamic of polyamory. Yeah, it's more just like you call it like the V, like where they're not connected and only like I'm oh, the only connection. Okay. Oh, okay. It's not like everybody has to be yeah. dating. Okay. So there's so many different types of polyamory. Like polyamory, you would say is like the spectrum, and then there's okay. like a bunch of different types in it. And then um, we didn't even know there was a word for it. Because before I was like, oh, my gosh, like, how do I balance this? And I'm like, and I haven't even came out to the world yet. Like, oh, my gosh. And now I'm married and then I'm going to come out. Like, what? Yeah. Until I had a friend that, like, in the t- in the moment she was my friend. But, like, years later we did end up trying to, like, being something. But she's the one that she came back from Ecuador. She used to be, like, an exchange student. Mm. But she went to go to Ecuador for, like, a year. <laughs> she came back and she was like, oh, my gosh, like, I figured it out. You're polyamorous. I'm like. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I, this was already like years practicing it, like maybe yeah. five years already practicing it. Oh, okay. And not knowing that there was a name to it. Yeah. And then so I looked it up and I was like, this girl, <laughs> she was right. There's a word for it. <laughs> well, a lot of people, I think they, they like to think of um, that one show with the like sister wives, I think it is. Yeah. That, that oh, one yeah. guy that yeah. has five wives or whatever. And it's actually, and I only recently, I was getting confused with the two. I'm like, I know there's mm-hmm. a difference, but what's the difference? And I think that's polygamy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're all one person's married to a bunch of people. Yeah. I think I think yeah. my mom watches Sister Wives. She See, watches a lot of reality. When uh he was born, my oldest, so I was already like two two or three years into the relationship. I was really into Sister Wives, but I didn't like their dynamic because I realized that that's not my dynamic. Yeah, cuz there was kind of like for I can't speak for all of them, but from the ones I saw, there was kind of like a power dynamic, the mm-hmm. husband's in charge and they're yeah. all yeah. pleasing the husband. Yeah, cuz he technically is polyamorous because he mm-hmm. could lo- he was involved in loving multiple women at once. But yeah. the women aren't, even though they're all in a polyamorous type of situation. Right. And so like the women, they're just they just love each other like aunts, like sisters, right? And they yeah. just share a man. It works, whatever. Which I I think I can see people like that too. Like, okay, maybe like just because I'm into girls doesn't mean I'm gonna be into every girl. So like I wouldn't mind right. if you guys click, you guys click, whatever. But like, um, 
in the moment, I like I didn't like it because like what you said, like the power dynamic, and then it's like yeah, I'm more dominant, and so it, it like irked me a lot, and I was like, oh, like why does he get to say what it is <laughs> or what it's not? But I'm like hey, watching you have to sit back. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, has there any ever been people who like assume that about your relationship that it's like yeah. your, your husband uh-huh. in charge and yeah they w- they've thought like oh I bet especially because I've done YouTube for, YouTube for a long time so like I've had certain relationships that I've brought onto my channel like certain vlogs or I would do like Q&A's and they would always say like oh he's just doing it or he's being manipulative just so he could get two girls and I was like for all you guys know it's my idea <laughs> actually it, I'm in charge I want it <laughs> <laughs> well like yes and no because I I I also like, okay, like, not that I'm, I want to be in charge, but I do like to have, like, I'm the one that brings the girl in. Yeah, it's, I and guess. it's your idea, so. Yeah, yeah, but I am very about, like, um, I wouldn't even say equal, I'm very, like, equitable. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Like, we all need what we need, because not every person, like, let's say, like how he's drinking squirt. Me and you want water. We yeah. don't want squirt right now. Yeah, but right. why does that mean he needs to have water? He now needs to squirt though. Well, I had a whole bottle of water before this, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah. it's a need for him. See exactly. <laughs> See, so that's why it's equitable because it's like okay, maybe water did it for him at yeah. one point. But <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're keeping the balance though. Yeah, yeah. you give everybody their drinks, drinks mm-hmm. that they need. Yeah, yeah. I like that though. I I can respect that because I think. A lot of people kind of assume that there's no way that uh, a polyamorous relationship can be as healthy as mm-hmm. a monogamous one, but it's really like the same issues. With, Literally, yeah, but just I don't know, expressed it could be, slightly differently. It could be extra. That's that's pretty much all it is. Yeah. Like I've had uh, certain relationships. The way I say it is that it really depends on who you bring into the relationship. Not yeah. only the base of the relationship. So, like, if there's a couple already established, that needs to be good. Mm. Because Absolutely. once you bring somebody else in, it gets shaky. Yeah. Like, I imagine, like, jealousy is kind of inevitable. Yeah. Like, that it's because just how of you insecurity. Deal with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking so. from experience, I've been in a couple of... I don't have a good track record, I'll say. But <laughs> um, you need to have, like, a really solid foundation. Communication mm-hmm. needs to be so open and especially because, you know, jealousy is going to happen. Yeah. So you need to be able to acknowledge that and ask yourself, like, yeah. where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And a lot of self-reflection is a huge part, yes. of the, a part of the deal. Yes. You don't have to answer this question, but is that kind of what ruined those relationships for you? Lacking um, that, that foundation or the... Uh... Lacking foundation, for sure, and uh, trust. Oh, for sure. okay. Cause tr- I mean, because, like... One of the things with those relationships is like, you know, everything's up front or at least that's the expectation. Yeah. yeah. So like you're like, yeah, this is happening and, you know, this person knows about it and they're okay with it. If that's not happening, then like the trust is gone already. Oh, and not everybody's expressing. Yeah, not everybody's expressing. And then if you try to bring somebody into the relationship after that, there's already a lot of insecurity. So now you're always thinking about what they're doing behind your back. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely like what he was saying, like it depends on like what you guys have established as like the foundation and then the person coming in. Because sometimes the person coming in could even like heal those things that the. Oh, yeah. Never Mm -hmm. get into a relationship for that reason. A polyamorous relationship. <laughs> do not do it because it can end it. bad. Yeah, yeah. Don't. But like, 
And I think you can apply that to most relationships. You shouldn't get into any yes, hoping somebody will heal if you're not you or healed. fix you. Yeah. Exactly. Don't get a dog. Don't have a kid. If you yeah. if you oh, hope that it's gonna, if it's gonna solve the <laughs> relationship, literally, this will save me. Yes. No, that's funny. That like, literally <laughs> though, like don't add into anything to fill a void if you cannot fill the void yourself. Absolutely. Like we gotta fill our own voids because yeah. now you're just using somebody. <laughs> right. And I think. People say different variations. They're like, oh, you got to love yourself first. You got to do this mm -hmm. first. And I think everybody kind of like takes it in one year, one ear and like out the other. Because when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But I never actually considered yeah. it. Like it wasn't until I got a little more like self-confidence mm -hmm. that my relationships were working a lot better because I wasn't yes. depending on another person to make me feel better or constantly worrying about mm -hmm. if we're working out or not. Yeah. So I was going to say about trust. So you said about trust. Like, it's about trust and it's about um, knowing yourself, right? So I've realized throughout the years of being polyamorous, I think has been so much, like, of an eye-opener of who I am. Because now I got to deal with my own issues because it'll come out more since jealousy and insecurities come out more. But you can't blame the partners because everybody yeah. can be going through it. So you're like, okay, how do I? Because I already said I was cool with it, but now I'm feeling some type of way. So where do I have to heal myself? But then I go to trust too. And I have I see trust so differently now. And I see it more as like, you can't put your trust in one person. Because there's a lot of responsibility to put mm -hmm. in one person to trust them. And then it's like, oh, well, you should have known because I trusted you. No, sometimes we're human. We slip up. I'm not saying yeah. to sleep with people. Right. But I mean, like anything. I mean, literally, like, like general. You can't, you know, if they... Like, if they fuck up, you can't let that just kind of crumble. Yeah, you, you know, can. Yeah. Like, no, and I know what you mean. It'll be harder for you to heal if you do. So I just learned how to, like, set my perspective differently. And I think of it as, like, trusting the process mm -hmm. rather than trusting the person. Because, like, he could be going through something that I, I'm not aware of. And that's why he slipped up. And now he's like, fudge, I messed up. And I, yeah. now I really, like, don't know how to fix this. But that's why you trust the process. Me and my husband been through so much stuff, and it's like that's kind of how I learned it. Mm. Um, because it's like, let's say when you're in the moment, like I also I don't know, especially the first times going around, I don't know what I'm okay with until I go through it. Yeah, and he mm. didn't know that, but I'm over here pissed at him. Like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do this? And then he felt so bad because he made me feel some type of way. Oh yeah, and, and I was like, it's hard not to like. Um, it, it's kind of hard to you know, acknowledge that while your emotions are valid, that it's not somebody else's fault. That's yeah. like something that you kind of, it kind of takes practice. Without gaslighting. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of, it takes a lot of experience and I think maturity to be able to, you know, identify and acknowledge the feelings you're feeling and why and, you know, why it's not, you know, on somebody yeah, else. It's yeah, it's definitely like, a reflection mm -hmm. of who you are and you really really gotta look at yourself instead of keep blaming so and so partner mm -hmm. it's like how can you really blame the girl for coming in of how you feel if you're the one that brought her in she don't know what she's doing there right she just yeah. she thinks everything's fine she's just hanging out yeah, yeah. and then you're freaking how you say flipping a bomb on her because she's yeah. like oh shoot I thought it was all good and gravy yeah. and now this is happening because things because there's those those like hidden emotions that don't bubble yeah, up until, until a little later or yeah. like until certain situations that you haven't dealt with yet mm. or too it could be like how you've been feeling around like the same week maybe you're just not having a good week yeah. maybe you're like we're on our period freaking one time one of my relationships I had I was pregnant 
And man, I remember I was so emotional when I when I was done being pregnant. I was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, I swear I'm not like that. <laughs> no, now you get I, to meet me for real. <laughs> I know people like that too. Yeah, they're like, I'm a I'm a new person now. I, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, because it, it's like when we're on our period. It's just like for nine months. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. I can't it's imagine the same that. Emotions. Yeah. yeah Instability I, with emotions. That yeah, sounds. Yeah. It I, sucks. I think that's how I found out my mom was pregnant because she like lost her mind about something and she's like was throwing shit and she came back. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm pregnant. I wasn't yeah. supposed to react like that. And I, I felt really bad actually. I'm like, you're going through it. I get yeah, it. but like yeah. certain situations like that too, like somebody could be going dealing with something in their family. Somebody mm-hmm. could just had a bad day at work and now they feel a little less secure with themselves. Yeah. And so now something happens that they're normally okay with. It's going to feel even stronger because they're not at their full frequency. Yeah. And that's how you get resentment building up. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. I, and that's how like, that's why you know, polyamorous and monogamous relationships, that's like another reason why they're so similar. It's just, yeah. it all comes back down to communication. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you kind of need that in any relationship. For so, real. Yeah. And so like now I see like monogamy, like the generalized version as toxic. Oh yeah. Because it's like when somebody, like let's say you go into a relationship, right? You go into boyfriend, girlfriend. There's always expectations with just putting the title. And uh, then yeah. no, nobody talks about it. So n- most of the time you get hurt. Like, oh, yeah. you shouldn't have done that. Like, you were liking too many girls' pictures. You were doing this, or you looked at her the certain way. You shouldn't have done that because you're my boyfriend. But it's like, but did you ever talk about it? Yeah, you kind of need to yeah. talk about your expectations before you jump into yeah. things, you know? But no, that's, that's not what we're point. taught. Yeah. We're not taught to talk about it. We're just taught the regulations. Like, of- this is what, this is how things go. This is mm-hmm. what's going to happen when we get old enough to try it out. Yeah. yeah. We're all just kind of following the same yeah, uh, the, the nuclear family expectation, I think, is it's what's oh, yeah. drilled in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have the the wife or, you know, the husband, the white picket fence, the golden retriever, mm-hmm. a couple kids, Two and kids, then yeah. you'll husband have a 50-year anniversary, yeah. and then you're hey, dead. And we're already yeah. messed up there because we're Latinos. We have a lot of kids. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're already failing the nuclear family template kind of thing. Too many kids. All Too many one. kids. There's no white picket fence. It's all colored. It's all, like, mine is all... Uh, with crayons and chalk, or like it's not a gold. We retriever. living over here. It's, we got two pit bulls. Yeah, I was say, it's probably a pit bull. Yeah, a little pizzazz on it. Yeah, yeah. you got to do something. Yeah. with it's the flavor. You know? We got that sazon. I was gonna say. That. <laughs> <laughs> I said exactly what I was gonna say. That's so funny. I was gonna. I was also gonna ask you. Uh, what are so other than what we kind of already gone over? Mm-hmm. Are there any other misconceptions that are kind of common that people have, or things that kind of irk you when you're? just talking about your relationship or hearing people talk about polyamorous um, relationships? I would say more as like being someone of the LGBT community. I remember, uh, or actually it goes both ways. Yeah, so when guys find out that I'm polyamorous, they be like, oh, so you could be with other men? And I'm like, oh. mm, nah, not I'm you. Good. <laughs> like, cause that's not my dynamic. That's not what I'm into. Yeah. And I'm like, so my husband necessarily got lucky because that's just not what I'm into. There's other women who were who do like both and their men like literally tell them oh but no men but now they're holding themselves back because they do want to be with other men too yeah but just because their man's not okay with it they're holding themselves back so i'm like iffy about that boundary because i'm like 
You shouldn't have to hold yourself back just because he's insecure. Yeah, and to me, it kind of invalidates your sexuality. You yeah. know? It's like they're saying like, oh, it's not really real if you're with a woman, so don't go yeah, with a man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then going to that, I remember when I, we, like just me and my girl, like me and my ex, like either of them, we would go out and about. They would see that we were together and then the guys would just be like, be like oh, can I have both of you? And I would, we were just Gross. like, each other, like what did you not understand that this is my girl okay or like they would try to talk to her or like vice versa yeah and i'd be like unvalidating the relationship just because we were two girls yeah they're just treating like oh this isn't real this is like yeah yeah and And, and that's gross my like i'm i'm more like my masculine side comes out more so i started getting more defensive and i'd be like bro like what you think you have that i don't like (laughs) okay maybe you do but i could buy one What color you want, what size, anything, like batteries, no batteries. We can do what you do and customize it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, try me. But, so who's better now? That's all you gotta do when you're fighting with a guy, too. Just drop bro and dude, and then they know you're like, no, for, for real. real. Yeah. For real. My husband be like, I'm not your bro. And I'll be like, I, I was just talking. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> talking. That's why, like, my, my girlfriend, I, I call her dude and bro and all this, and now, like, I've started to infect her vocabulary. So she calls me bro. She calls me dude. She said, she said, because you and me, we say brother, what are you doing? She said, brother, what are you doing? I'm oh, like, don't call me your brother, weird, bro. But that's weird because that's your, like, she just my, hears my you girlfriend. Say, we like, say it too much. That's why. Yeah. It's hilarious, though. It like, is funny. Having vocabulary be. Especially when you say like in like that. the whole Colgan voice, like brother. Yeah, yeah like, like that. that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a habit. That's why she's picking up on it. Yeah. That's I have an infectious vocabulary right mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I, so I think that's also from being Hispanic is like we have a lot of slogans, right? And we have a lot yeah. of things like kind of like meme culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go back to that. Like, Yeah, there's like sayings and things that like people say in Spanish and you need all this this info from like yeah. things prior. Like, oh, it's actually referring to this, to this, the inside joke. I, I don't know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. Try yeah, to think like, of an example. Um, well, the catchphrases I think of that come to mind are like, uh, like no mames. That, yeah, that's like no manches. No manches, no the mames. PG thirteen version. I got my boyfriend saying that too because we say no mames mm-hmm. all the time. So now he's like, ah, no mames, and all my oh, coworkers so like, cute. why are you teaching your boyfriend that? Like, I don't know. He just I just happened. They're like, yeah. I weigh. <laughs> yeah, or right. Like, uh, or like the the title of this podcast. Chingon. Chingon. Yeah, yeah, use Chingon for like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. like one thing I'm, I was talking with my sister about, I'm like, because I don't, I'm like really against talking to our kids like derogatory, like mm, any, because yeah. that's so normalized in our culture. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, men saw, and it's like, ha ha he he, but then at the back of your mind, you're like, oh. yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's hurtful. Like even if you know they're joking, sometimes like, Tone still matters, especially yeah. well, especially in Spanish. Like tone is everything. Oh, that, that's, yeah. that's contextual. Like, yeah, yeah. And things can sound true. way more aggressive in Spanish too. I have to, like people hear me on the phone talking in Spanish. <laughs> like, are you are you okay? Are you fighting? I'm like, no, we're just talking. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, this is this is good. This is like a good tone. You just can't Can tell. We? We're just getting loud. Yeah, we're just getting loud. That's yeah. something we do. It's like... just a Latino thing. <laughs> yeah, for real. But speaking of Latinos, how was it? With your family. Like coming out to them? Yeah. So I actually came out um, online as I was getting out of my religion. Like I used to be really, really religious, but I kept questioning everything. I'm like, nobody has the answers. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is it. I don't know if this is for me. So um, 
That's when I like actually like started to accept myself because I didn't even accept myself. I kept mm-hmm. feeling I was wrong. I was guilty, like always just having this guilty conscience. And then when I started learning more about like spirituality and stuff, um, was when I started to accept myself. And then so I, I got the courage to like come out and I came out on YouTube. So I'm like, oh, all my family is going to see it. And they didn't really like comment to me or anything. They all went to my grandma. And we're like, oh, you know, your daughter or your granddaughter, this and this and that. You heard Chappie's this and this and that. And so I would talk to my grandma about it. And she, like, she's not that open. But at the same time, like, with us, like, my mom's kid, she is. But I think it's because, like, we always just, like, struck those thoughts in her more. Mm-hmm. And so um, my cousins. Open. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, my cousins, um, they're, we're, like, we're all millennials mm-hmm. or, like, Gen Z. And so they were just like, oh, that's cool. Me, huh? Like, actually, me and me and my girl, we be doing that, too. <laughs> we didn't know there was a word for it. Or, the, you know, yeah. like, we realized that we clicked on another level. That's got to feel so nice. Yeah, it yeah. felt so good. And so that's another reason why I came out, too, because it's like, I want to show people that this is real mm-hmm. and, like, maybe somebody else feels like this now. So yeah. before it was on YouTube, I only found like two or three other like throuples or polyamorous couples. Now you see them everywhere. So I'm yeah. glad I'm like one of the first. <laughs> yeah, you you started it. I see a lot of like uh show I see a lot more shorts now. Uh yeah. You know, cuz when you go on YouTube shorts or reels or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh you see like people doing like little skits and whatever. Yeah. I see a lot of like polyamorous mm-hmm. couples doing stuff like that yeah, too. Yeah, you can see yeah. them on TikTok. TikTok too, like, especially. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a couple on there. Yeah. Um I, I I was gonna say the poly couple they're they're pretty they're pretty funny but oh, is that what they're called? Yeah, that's what they're called. They they like I don't know if they actually are having relationships with other people, but like they do little story boards with it. Oh, it's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, but um, oh, I think I know. I think that's probably the one I was talking about. I, and they do like skits and it's stuff, like right? Like Dana and the Wolf or whatever. Oh, I, oh, I don't remember. Like, I could not tell like you. His, last, his last name is Wolf. <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't I'm tell like, you names. The Wolf. I, yeah, you, that's the username. Maybe. Whatever, Got me worried. But, I was like, what are we... Are we talking about something else? <laughs> well, that, that, that's my... We're not talking my, about furries, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's my idea when it comes to polyamory because mm. you talked about um, like coming out and telling people about it. I know like the first time I I didn't like tell anybody. I mean, I think I told you. Yeah. But like everybody found out at the same time, which I posted on my Snapchat or my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you just dropped a photo. Yeah, I dropped the bomb and everyone was like, I love that. oh shit, okay. And with that Not came- one but two? <laughs> well, like everybody like was like, oh man, you're just out here. You're doing it. You're mm-hmm. killing it. You're- The guys. Yeah, yep. and like, like that's not it, dude. Like mm-hmm. that—that's like the biggest thing that irks me is like a lady killer. Men look at it like I've acquired some trophy. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, no. There's two times the work now. And yeah, and it's like, hard. It's hard, but like <laughs> being the only man, my husband has told me, like it sometimes it even gets more emotional because like you being the guy, you think that they're gonna, you think it's like corn, right? And you think they're gonna be like dun da da da? Okay, we're coming, right? But it's not, <laughs> and that's like a real like buzzkill, isn't it? <laughs> well, like I mean, sexual things aside, like <laughs> I never really had any expectations for things like that. Mm. Uh, I'm just here because I'm like, yo, I I happen to love these two people, mm-hmm. and if they love each other, that's even better. Because I had been in the like the V before, mm-hmm. where like I was with somebody, and then you know. And then, like, my past relationship is the one that I'm not amazing about, which is um, there wasn't any communication. So mm. it was the V, and then the person thought that it was supposed to be a triangle. Oh, And then shoot. everyone's confused, and now everyone's mad. So oh, then it damn. all just blows Yikes. up. 
Damn. Yeah. But with that, like, even after that, somebody's like, oh, man, you broke up with her. You still got her back up, though. I'm like, oh, that's like, so dude, sad. Like, I know. I hate that, too. Come on, man. Yeah, it's I it's just that. disappointing to to hear guys look at it that way. Or I'm like, it is because I mean, they're only thinking about it in that aspect, in that, but yeah, not emotionally. And that's why I say like it's a buzzkill because like that was like what I was saying is kind of like the the physical standpoint, but it's also like that like if the two girls are cuddling and you realize they don't want to cuddle with you, or like not mm. that they don't want to, but it's just not the time right now, or like. Well, even then, like, I don't want to cuddle all the time, but, like, she might want to cuddle, so then she can fill that need. Like, the biggest thing with it is, like, Mm. I don't give my girlfriend all the responsibility Mm -hmm. of catering to my needs. Yeah, so we have two people, and, I mean, if that's what's going on, we have two people, and maybe we go with this person on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Mm -hmm. Thursdays, whatever, and, you know, you can divide it up like that. I mean, it's a contract, and it's what everybody agrees to. Yeah. That's a but, nice way to put and it. And sometimes the agreement changes, realizing like, hey, I actually really enjoy doing that, but I don't enjoy doing this. Like, is there like, how can we like figure this out type of thing? Yeah, like those sit down like meetings, I feel like were happening often. Maybe yeah. not often enough, but like. I think in my essential. past relationship, we needed more. She did not like the um, meetings. Oh, really? So it was really, it was oh. very confusing because it was like always one-sided or like hearsay. Mm-hmm. So it got very confusing real quick. Oh, or like yeah. he would want to do the meetings, but I was already so mad at him. Like we were, we were just really going through it, and I was mad at him. And I'm like, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but because me and him were going through certain things, and me and her were going through certain things, they were going through certain things, so that everything was like really like off, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody's really addressing it all at once. And, yeah, yeah. Like how can we make this better? It was more like I was the mediator. Try and be like, okay, how can you guys do better? How could you guys do better? But nobody's worrying about how I could do better with each of you either. You mm, know, absolutely. That yeah, like, sounds familiar. Yeah, that's exactly how the first one <laughs> yeah, went. Yeah, see, like, and like you're the one that needs to self-regulate yourself, and yeah. nobody's checking on you. No one's like, this it is drove what you me can crazy. Do. Yeah. And I think at the time too, I was angry on your behalf because I was watching everything, and I I had nothing against. Um, your guys' relationship or like the concept of what you're doing. The thing that made me mad was a lot of times it sounded like, you know, I would hear about like, oh yeah, I just want to make sure they're both comfortable. I want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Everybody's happy and whatever. And I could see you like when, you know, problems are arising, you were the only one trying to fix it. You were mm-hmm. trying to communicate. Absolutely. And then, it was like I was trying to hold two people together. Yeah. And I'm yes, like, if you guys didn't but, want it, just say that. And <laughs> I also, yeah, yes. I also knew you were going through a hard time in your life at the time. So this mm-hmm. was already like a lot on top of what you had mentally and emotionally. So I'd be pissed off. I'm like, who the fuck's checking in on Arturo? I'm like, watch this. I'm like, what is this? For real. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, just getting angry watching all that. And yeah. There was times that they would literally like fight over me. Okay, not like physically, but like I would sleep in the middle. And if I had my hand over here and my hand over here, oh, now my hand's getting thrown off because my hand's over here too. (laughs) Or, oh, you just gave me your leg. Oh, why aren't you looking at me? You're looking at her. Or why don't you? I'm, like, I'm only one person. I'm just like, why like, can't we all like just be cool? Yeah, that would help. Yeah, say that or like it's the silent like just anger while like the energy. Yeah, you're like I can tell you're mad, but you don't want to say anything. So like, yeah. what do you expect me to do? Oh, right I now? hate that feeling. So like, I'm to figure it I out. Gotta read your mind. <laughs> so from my last polyamorous relationship, I feel like I'm healing so much from that. Yeah, because it was. 
I wouldn't even say just like the whole polyamorous relationship dynamic. I would say like the person coming in yeah. was a lot less stable than I thought. Oh, and okay. a lot of can of worms got opened up all the time, and it was me always trying to fix things, which I should have not done. I'm a fixer, and <laughs> I'm healing from that. <laughs> well, I mean, you care a lot, and I think that's a good quality to have. You know, that, yeah. I think that's admirable. It's like yeah. the potential. I was definitely like thinking about the potential of like what we could be mm-hmm. and like the empire that we could build and like. Yeah, I was know. in the same headspace, and I'm like, it, it's hard to fall in love with potential when you really should just kind of where it's at yeah that's where i was yeah and like my past poly relationship i was just like it was cool but like right now i'm exhausted and i'm yes. gonna i mean if if anything like that ever were to pop up mm-hmm. then it would pop up on its own and i'm not yes. gonna go out and search for it mm-hmm. but just let it come naturally yeah come naturally that's exactly and, how i feel because i don't want to force my girlfriend to do anything you know if those right. questions arise on their own then we'll sort it out when it comes up but I'm happy with my relationship as it is. You reminded me of what we were talking about earlier. And I don't I don't know if there's like right or wrong answer to this. Uh, so I was hoping maybe you had an opinion. Mm-hmm. If you were previously in poly relationships, and but you're currently monogamous, and oh, whether you yeah. intend on staying that way or you don't, would you still call yourself poly or would you call yourself just monogamous? What do you, what do I you still think? call myself polyamorous because of my mindset. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's okay. my mindset. See, that makes sense. I don't think I could ever be monogamous. Mm. I'm not even going to lie because I just see the toxicity out of it. And I do just like to, like, not have a limit. Like, I want to have a choice. Yeah. And I think, you know, depending on the person, too, I think for you got more out of the polyamorous um, relationship. I mean, Mm -hmm. aside from all the the little shit storm, you know, that aside, I feel like the way you described it, Mm -hmm. it sounded, I don't know, it sounded really nice. I You guys made me think of things I never would have considered, like sharing a bed. I would be awful. We have a big bed. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I just, I squirm in my sleep, and I get, like, really... <laughs> I don't want to even, like, I've accidentally, like, punched people. Like, I go I, like this. I've been, <laughs> last week, apparently, I've been punching my boyfriend in his, uh, or no, elbowing him in the face in the on the face. regular. Yeah, and he'll just wake up, you and he's so confused. Your... I'll say this sounds bad, or, like, <laughs> not bad, but, like, Rated R. I was like, you should strap yourself to the bed. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Or get I a straight jacket. I just can't sleep. Go. I'm like, I get very Be sensitive. a burrito. Oh, I can't do that. Because <laughs> well, like, it's weird. I don't explain it, but everything gets hypersensitive. So like, if I'm mm. laying and there's something touching my collarbone or my neck, I hate it. I'm like, no. And I have to like, sometimes I just got to hold my neck. Or uh, if there's fabric like touching my armpit or something, that's weird. But I gotta yeah. like sleep with my hand in my armpit like this. Oh, so yeah. sometimes my boyfriend's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm just trying You're to get overstimulated. Yeah, I get overstimulated mm-hmm. very easily. So uh, if I was in <laughs> a poly relationship, they would, they would hate me. Yeah, like nobody's getting any sleep. I'm well, not getting sleep. Oh nobody's goodness. getting sleep. When it comes to sleeping, I I can't touch anybody because I heat up like. Oh yeah. Like I just start sweating like crazy. I'm like, I don't know where this is all coming from. I don't even have a blanket on me. Like. Windows so, are open. So do I, but I still want to cuddle. So like, I'm trying to cuddle my boyfriend, uh, but then I'm also trying to get comfortable. And just he's put like the fan on, like you only, so you could cuddle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're so right. I gotta get a be- better. Or shelf give to- him a warm one of those heated blankets, so that way yeah. he's warm and you could be cold. Well, he says I'm. See, I'm I like got a, it. I'm <laughs> a little heater. He's like, I want to lay with you, but you're way too hot. Like it's, I can't handle it. You're like, it. thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I know. <laughs> We've been new. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, she'll, like, my girlfriend will fall asleep on me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to heat up. So I need to, like, 
find a way to like scoot her off of me or like throw her over there, mm-hmm. give her a blanket and yeah. let See, her go to bed. See, I'm like that, but not with the temperature. Like I like cuddling to sleep, but as I'm starting to like, you know, get into like the sleep, I need to move. I need to get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, yeah, I'm the worst at falling asleep. I, I can't get comfortable. Or maybe I'm yeah. comfortable for a few minutes. Yeah. And we're like, we're, yeah. he's holding me and this is nice. And then I'm like, fuck, there's hair on my neck. And then it's mm-hmm. all ruined. Yeah. yeah I like get I have that. that one itch. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> For real. He's so patient. I love my boyfriend. I put him through <laughs> so much at night. So being that, since you were saying, I don't know if you would be interested in a polyamorous relationship. If you were, would you want multiple men or multiple women? Honestly, I think it's something when I was younger I considered. And I don't I don't think it's something that I want to do now. Um, not that I'm against the idea. Mm-hmm. I, I just think for me, uh, I don't think it's for me. But... Mm-hmm. If it were, I would probably want like a girlfriend because mm-hmm. I am bi and it there's certain things that you do get from male or female relationships that are different from the other. Yeah. And I, I would just like the experience of mm-hmm. both. I think that would be very nice. So um I like in a perfect world, everything would come naturally, whatever. I'm not right. picking a partner. But <laughs> if I could pick, I would I would like it to be, you know, a girl. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I had another question for you, but I forgot about it already. Well, I can answer the same question that you, you mm-hmm. gave her. Um, we've talked about um, like both both genders. I'm I'm not totally like to hell with men, like get out of here. Mm-hmm. But like <laughs> I I really find it hard f- to see my girlfriend with another man. Mm-hmm. But it's not totally out of the picture. Like yeah. if if it works out, then it works out. Cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not looking for it. Yeah. Um. The one thing that I I like to think about is like for my girlfriend I know that there's things that I'm probably not aware of like mm-hmm. for example periods yeah I mean like I can help you I can bring you pads tampons whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. but like there's a limit yeah <laughs> when it comes to like the two Don't girls like, everything <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys can figure it out and mm-hmm. I'll be supportive in any way I can mm-hmm. but that's until it. they sync up until they sync up oh well, my <laughs> gosh <laughs> when we would sync up <laughs> It was like we broke up every time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't say because of me, because even though I'm like, and this isn't me not taking accountability, um, or just me realizing it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, even when I'm on my period, I I like get emotional stuff, but I don't go like overboard. Like I'm not too extra, or like oh, I yeah. notice it's because I'm on my period. Yeah. But then when I was in the relationship with a girl, she would always get mad even more, and so I was even more emotional because now you're mad at me, and oh, now yeah. you're emotional, and I'm like I don't know how to feel. So she was always calling it off. I'm like fine then. <laughs> She's both making it worse for you. Two days later, we yeah. were like, okay, that that was that was dumb. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's how it is for most girls. Like everything makes sense and everything's pissing you off and everybody just does understand in a few days they're just like oh fuck I was PMSing yeah (laughs) like my bad (laughs) I I usually do that and then if we want to get like to the intimate levels now you can't be with both of them now you have to wait a whole week (laughs) for both of them (laughs) but like I'm I'm totally I'm totally okay with like giving it a minute like I I can go whatever like it's not it's not too, too big of a deal for me but like, for my girlfriend, it's a bigger deal for her. So I know yeah. that maybe somebody else can provide the things that I might not right. be able to do at the and moment. See, that's what I think about, too, because there's hypersexual and there's, like, asexual, mm. right? Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I would say I'm more on the, like, asexual side because I'm, like, sapio. So, like, asexual, there you go, where it's a spectrum. Yeah. You know, like, sapiosexual, you got demisexual, you got, like— Oh, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Sexuality, it's all a spectrum. Mm-hmm. It all kind of like overlaps and blends yeah. together, which is nice. So, I, yeah. so like demisexual and sapiosexual, they're like a part of asexuality, which demisexual is like the connection. Like you have to have the connection to even yeah, desire, okay. like mm-hmm. like to actually get intimate. Because yeah. maybe you might desire it, but to actually do it, like yeah. it'll be off, right? Mm-hmm. And then... A sapiosexual is like you gotta stimulate my mind. Sure, sometimes you don't even have to stimulate me physically as long as you stimulate my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I like say I'm both of those, like demi and sapio. And so then I'm like my husband's like hypersexual. So there was times where it'd be a really rough patch because I didn't understand that like I thought it was a women thing mm-hmm. that we were just all like this. But then we were with the girl who was like hypersexual like him. So I was like, why are you doing that? <laughs> Like, like you don't have to do that. <laughs> like, just because he wants it doesn't mean you have to do it. And then I realized, like, oh, it's just because that's her drive. That's just yeah. how she is. Mm-hmm. And before, I would get mad. I was pregnant. <laughs> I would get mad because I didn't understand yeah. until I would give myself that time to, like, process it. And then him, too, I used to get mad at him because I'm like, don't you realize, like, I actually need to be, like, into these girls. I just can't hook up with them. Like, I, yeah. I wish I could just swing around and do it. <laughs> Like, cause, cause that's what it's called, swingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when, like if you don't have a relationship. Like oh yeah, just multiple. couples that go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like swingers on my. Some swing around though, which is yeah. kind of funny, guys. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Helicopter. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, oh. I was like, I don't know if that's what she meant, but that's the visual that's I got. It, yeah. Right? <laughs> I know I thought about it when I said it though. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> but like, you know, there's times where I wasn't like, damn, I wish I could be that type because I, I would have a lot less heartbreak. Yeah. But being polyamorous is harder because I do need my feelings involved. Yeah. And I want to build something like strong. And sometimes the girls like aren't with it. But they but also they don't always know that they're not with it until they're in it. You know? Oh, yeah. Because you don't really know. You don't know what you like until you try yeah, it. Yeah. Yes, you know? Literally. No, that makes like, sense. Like it might look good on the outside, but then you start like going into it and you're like, damn, this is a lot. And it is. Yeah. It, it is a lot. And you kind of forget with both sex and romance how different it is for everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. like I totally get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't think like like I'm not hating on like hookup culture, but right. I can I can never I don't think I could ever be sure, a part I'm of it. Sure, I'm not hating on it. I wish I could do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I like I just I can't I can't find in myself to just find a person like that. Yeah. Like I really need to be into you personally. Like even with celebrities, like I don't even find them attractive until they oh say something gosh. like like I don't know, charming. I don't know. Like yes. I think they're like have a nice personality. Yes. Yeah. Like people will literally have like a like a crush, right? That's a celebrity. And I'm like, I don't know them yet. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like, like they have know. like the hall pass thing. Yeah. It's like how do you how do you know That's that true. they're supposed to be on there if yeah. you haven't mm-hmm. met them before? Right. I gotta like, watch podcasts or interviews, and then yeah. I'll have like a celebrity crush. Exactly. Absolutely. Like Tom Holland. I thought he was ugly at first when he was first like revealed to be Spider Man and everything. Mm-hmm. But then I see him in interviews and. Like, like behind the scenes, I'm like, this man is so attractive. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, that's what I think of Jesse Reyes. Like before, I was like, eh, she a I girl. Yeah. I'm about to put you on to so much people. <laughs> no, the product, Jesse Reyes. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me look that up because that sounds familiar. Jesse Reyes. She's like a. She has more of like a raspy voice. She's Colombian, mm. and I was like, eh, she's alright. Like she's not ugly, but she a I. Until I started hearing her interviews, and I was like, damn, she's so fine to me. Like, yeah. her demeanor, there's my demisexual right yeah. there. Like, her demeanor, that connection I could potentially have. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check her out. But no, yeah, I totally get what you mm-hmm. mean. Yeah, like, um, or uh, who is it? You know Florence and the Machine? Mm-mm. 
uh, the lead singer, Florence Welch, I like, I don't, how do I explain it? It's the way that she carries herself and the way she talks in interviews. Yeah. I'm like, that's so attractive. Mm -hmm. She's just like so elegant, but really down to earth and cool. And I'm like, yeah, like that's what gets me. You know? yeah, yeah, the demeanor. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like I got to see how you carry yourself, like how you move, how you talk, how you like exactly. say certain things. Because now if you're too ego egotistical, you're ugly to me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how like ripped you are yeah. or whatever like you're not i just can't find it attractive and yeah. see this is the hard part of being in the entertainment industry because i'll like some of the, like people's music right but then once i meet them like either in person i'll just be like oh yeah. like i don't i barely even like your music anymore because Ugh. i feel like that's kind of expected though in the entertainment industry because you're you're going into something where you kind of have to be like you're you're trying to blow yourself up. You kind mm -hmm. of be important and big and whatever. So some people, they just, it goes to their yeah. heads. And yeah, you get Definitely. real disappointed. They go yeah. up for sure. Yeah, they yeah. invest in their own personality and then it just goes too much. They already much. forgot who yeah. they, who, what like persona that they were giving off. It's yeah. like, wait, I thought you were so-and-so. Never mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought you were like supposed to be like a hippie or something cool and you're kind of just an asshole. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. That doesn't even make sense though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be kind of, you know. Literally. Yeah. It's, it's definitely crazy, man. Actually, I just remembered um, in my intro that shout out to Tone uh, that he did for me. He put, uh, it's like forget motivates me for my videos. And he goes, she's the poly wife that everybody likes. <laughs> and I'm like, hey. <laughs> and nice I got intro, my friends. Because yeah. at, at that moment, I didn't have a girl anymore. But I have like pictures with my friends where they're like bending over in front of me. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have it in the little clip and I'm just like yeah those are my You're straight right. girlfriends <laughs> your straight girlfriends no that is like yeah straight girl culture You're, yeah get a little gay for each other yeah that's like I don't know but like that's the part that is weird to me is like how straight girls can make out with their friends I'm like I could never but I think it's because I'm into them yeah <laughs> like, I oh my gosh the anxiety especially being in high school like having straight girls like you know like flirt with you or yeah. like hit on you and you're like is this a test like yeah. I, I gotta like I don't I don't know I can't respond to this I'm, I'm not allowed to yeah, I feel undercover like, almost mm -hmm. yeah that's how it felt for real like and I think that's why it wasn't I didn't really have a lot of friends like mm. girlfriends in school because I didn't even know myself yet yeah and like I always felt awkward like whenever like straight girls I like, hold hands and stuff like that yeah I would rather hold my homies hand because they're my homies <laughs> and it's like I would be like why don't we hold hands yeah but then like they're they're straight guys so they're gonna be like mm -hmm. yeah they, on some yeah fruity uh, stuff too yeah. 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 on the flip side of that yeah the fruity stuff absolutely goes to locker room culture <laughs> yeah right. absolutely and uh, that always turned me off of playing any sport like i never um, wanted to go and play sports mm -hmm. i was never really too close to the the jocks i guess mm -hmm. like these guys are just too comfortable being naked with each other and they're just yeah. slapping ass and i'm like you know, dude i'd be in the locker room True. and a girl comes she's like oh my god look at my new bra and she's showing me and i'm like i'm trying to look at my locker and nobody else like <laughs> i that's what's, that's what the crazy part with me, and I think it's because I am like more on the asexual spectrum. Is like if girls want to be like, freaking, I, me and my friends have like sh flashed each other, like mm -hmm. showed each other a bra or like their butt, and yeah. I literally only think about it like that. Yeah, and that and that is how I feel about it. I think for me, the anxiety at the time was more of 
Because I've had experiences where I'd come out to my friends or something and they'd say something along the lines of like, oh, well, as long as you don't have a crush on me. Or like, oh, as long as you don't ever, like, we <laughs> can't like, change ew. in front of each other anymore. And so I had this anxiety, like, I don't want to make girls uncomfortable or think, yeah. like, make them think I'm thinking this type of thing. Because I'm really not. Yeah. I, I want to experience the same experience all girls have with mm-hmm. each other. Like, just being intimate and fine, you know. Without being, like, you thinking that I feel romantically or sexual towards you. Exactly. I'd it, always have this fear. Like, they're going to think. They're going to think. Mm-hmm. That that's what I'm thinking, but I'm not. And yeah, yeah, that was I've, so stressful. I've gotten that before. I, I, I felt that more towards like, um, if the church found out, um, because we used to change in front of each other, like for like uh, the Christmas play. Yeah, and um, I would just like always look down, regardless, because it's like I respect people's boundaries. Yeah, no matter what. But I didn't want them like once they found out, now they don't want me in the room type of thing, you know? Yeah. Because that would have hurt so bad. Yeah, you know? it really does hurt your feelings. Yeah. yeah. Little little comments or mm-hmm. just like stuff like that. And it's like at the end of the day, I got sisters. My like I was from a single mom. My mom always walked around naked. Like that's yeah, normal, right? Like <laughs> so we're, we're I, do- I want to do the girl things yeah. too. Yeah. The only time I'm like ooh is when I'm actually like into you, like. Yeah. connect here and here yeah, and then exactly. I'll be like ooh it feels like it's something you've never seen before even though we see it all the time yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not just checking out everybody I'm yeah. picky it's unless it really looks good yeah <laughs> we're like oh shoot that was a big booty actually right there real rec- no, you have to real recognize real you know you yeah, have to go back to that yeah you know <laughs> but I mean for me when it came to let's say high school for example I didn't have a whole lot of guy friends in high school there was a couple but like for the most part I tried to have some more more girl girlfriends than anything, mm-hmm. not like you know romantic relationships, like just, just friend that I hang out with, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the pressures of that was like, I don't want them to get the wrong impression that I'm here for more than just being friends. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of the things in high school, a lot of the guys, um, nudes and trading nudes was a thing. They did oh, it like yeah. trading mm-hmm. cards, and it was the oh, grossest thing to me because there was like guys that had like uh, they have, like a safe app. <gasps> You have a password, enter all your, and you can see all oh your pictures. Oh my gosh! So we'd be on the bus to go to play a soccer game somewhere, and they're like, "Yeah, look what I got! Look!" What, I'm like, "This oh is the weirdest thing to me." Goodness. It's blowing my mind that people are just like that's so disrespectful, like as absolutely. a human being. It's are, breaking trust with things, yeah. and I was like, "Like this is just." It turns me off from wanting to be friends with anybody here. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, "I'll be friends with a girl." I'm like, "Now Marie is one of my best friends, mm-hmm. if not my best friend." So I'm like, "I know how to have." A girlfriend mm-hmm. like that I'm not attracted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with my sister. But like, it's just it's so weird to try to explain it to somebody, and mm-hmm. they're like only looking at it like it's a man. He's trying to get yeah. something out of this right now. I feel like you lost a lot of trust in uh, the guys your age growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So actually, being polyamorous, I've actually like detected within myself of like just like. The levels of platonic relationships I have because I can love a platonic relationship just as much as a romantic relationship. The mm-hmm. only really difference is like the butterflies or like yeah. um, wanting to be intimate or like affectionate with you. But even like I'm not that much of a like I am more now of an affectionate person. But when I was growing up, I wasn't. But I've grown to like love certain platonic relationships where I could be somewhat more like uh, affectionate. Yeah. Like with our hugs or like I don't care if you touch me a little bit. Like usually I don't really like being touched if I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm realizing it's because it's an energy transfer. Like it, I'm so empathetic. I felt that and I just didn't want you to touch me. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. It's it's all about the people you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the more intimate you get, the more 
you know, come to the more you don't yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, because you like their energy, so it's okay to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. But to do like, you know, other stuff, I just be like, nah. No. I just love them so much. <laughs> like, I want to squeeze your cheeks in, like, not those cheeks. <laughs> I just want to squeeze your cheeks and just love you and yeah. just, like, freaking build a brand together and just, yeah, like, that's, keep, like, the purest yeah. friendship, you know? It's just, like, hug and you want to protect your friend. Yeah, and, yeah, like, familiar, you know? Yeah. It feels very, like, family and it feels, like, very deep. But I have started to, like, depict some of my, rela- like, friendships, like, that like I might feel romantic for them even, but I don't like have sexual desire for them. Mm. And I'm like, that's so crazy. Like I'm just realizing like there really is levels to like relationships in general. Yeah. Like mm. there might be people that, and I think it's an asexual thing because asexuals like they could be so romantic with people, but they don't feel like sexually yeah. like intimate or like they don't have the sexual desire with them. Yeah, and that makes sense. It, yeah, it's hard to think about that. There's like levels to it. It's not mm-hmm. all just black and white. Like you're asexual or not or whatever it just yeah. depends on who you're vibing with uh, yeah for and how you vibe words. with it yeah. yeah and i think if more people knew that there would be so much less jealousy oh yeah because it's like like for me how i was saying about my husband is more hypersexual i don't get that i don't get that jealous or insecure because i realize that's all he cares for mm-hmm. in certain uh, like certain relationship of his so sometimes when we have built relationships and i've realized that he started getting feelings i would start feeling some type of way because it's different yeah. it's new and i'd be like oh what is it and i remember um i was also pregnant this is the same one that i was <laughs> pregnant with um it was all like there was just a lot of emotions coming to me at once i didn't understand and since she was hypersexual they they like um they had a lot in common that I just never had in common with. And then I felt like there was a point that I felt like we didn't work out because I was hindering their relationship. So there was like, oh. we were still friends oh. afterwards yeah. and we tried like the friends of benefits and things afterwards, but then I realized I needed more. So mm-hmm. that's when I started realizing that I couldn't just do that too. But I would tell her and be like, if you guys want to be a thing, I don't want to get in the middle of that. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, we could be sister sister wives or whenever I desire that in that moment. Like, since I'm comfortable with you already, mm-hmm. then I, I, I realize I could flow like that. But she was like, you know, she had her own things going on. She was like, no, I just want to, like, live my own life, experience my own life. And now she's out in Vegas. And I still love her so much. Yeah. And it's like... Just those things. Like, everybody has different things that they want in life and out of relationships. But I, I, that's also why I feel like I'm, like, the mediator and, like, the one that has to balance things out. Because I never want to hinder something. You want the best for everybody. Yes. And even like, if that means it's not you. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me happier to make other people happy as long as yeah. I'm in the mix in some way. Like me and the girl could still be good friends. Mm-hmm. Like there was actually a situation where the girl didn't want to be my friend and I was getting mad. I'm like, I'm pretty cool. Why don't you want to be my friend? <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, um, Let me love you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I don't even think of you like that. Like, right. shoot, calm down, first of all. Can I ask, were you... Uh, what order are you in within your siblings? I am the well, I'm the second of my dad's, but I'm the middle of my mom. So my mom was the first wife and there's three and there were all girls. And then so I'm the second. But then there's like 
If there's eight of us, how how many is below me? <laughs> so, so you're still technically a middle child. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm like a I'm middle child. I'm middle raised child. as the middle child. Yeah. But then I'm. You're like, one of the older yeah. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm See, in the same, really the same position. Yeah. And I think that's the middle child syndrome. Like, I have to feel like everybody's doing good. I was the mediator growing up, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was the mediator, too. And I was the mediator in some of those relationships yeah. that I've been in. I was the the angry one. The dictator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would just, I would get too heated too easily. So sometimes I'd be fighting with my parents or my other siblings. And our church is there, like, can we all just... Yeah, that so was Let's just me. breathe. Let's take a second. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Always counting our true. I think uh, I have one more question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you wish people had more understanding over? Or what, what is the thing you want to stress the most for people to understand when it comes to polyamory? I would say that it's not all just about um, the sexual aspect. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it is like seen as like gross, especially like with people who are religious, like, oh, why would you do that? Da 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 da. Um, also, too, because like we ended up having a baby out of our last relationship. Oh yeah, and you so like that. that that stuff is hard, and it's like that's a lot people, of emotional work. People only look at that now and be like, oh, well, it's because you guys did this and this and this, so that's what you have to deal with. That's like your consequence, and I'm like. What? Like, I I have a beautiful, like, little human being. How could you say, like, that's yeah. It's my... no different than a monogamous relationship. I mean, right. there's single mo- mothers and single fathers out there, exactly. too. Exactly. Or, like, now how, like, we're doing their custody thing. It's, like, it's just like having a stepmom. There's mm-hmm. extra parents. Yeah. You know, it's and just... Yeah, however. a lot of people say, like, yeah, how do you explain it to the kids? It's the same as... Explaining exactly. it to divorce, like people about divorced parents. Yeah. And it's because they're only thinking of it in a perverse way. And that's yeah. what I wish, like, people saw it more as an actual relationship instead of just that. Because I'm like, well, why are you thinking about what I'm doing in my room? Now you the pervert because I wasn't even thinking that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You're worried about the wrong things. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it's important that people have a little more empathy for everyone because at the end of the day, it's the same problems, just different relationships, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, the people judging probably got their own shit going on, too, in their own relationships. Yeah, and, and that's they're why they're saying. They're just projecting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So we all got to learn a little more empathy and love and maybe read a book or something. Do a Google search before you start typing those comments or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to start or, some toxic fires in yeah. your, in <laughs> or your you relationship. You know what? Do it the comments. Make the algorithm keep going. Yeah. We'll just keep it on null. You know, it's all <laughs> good. Keep, keep interacting. You know, that's actually, that's fine. <laughs> actually, I think, yeah. Keep your keep your bad comments. We we need. If more you comments. have comments on here, write them down below. And who knows? We might do it again. Huh? Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. We <laughs> we'll give you some advice on it or something. Yeah. 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 Exactly. How do I have two women, Arturo? <laughs> <laughs> How do we get like Arturo, the lady killer? Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I think that's a good note to wrap up on. Empathy and kindness. Empathy, kindness, yes. one love. Yeah. Polyamor. <laughs> Polyamor. Polyamor. Keep loving. Keep loving. Well, this has been Chicano Chingon, presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. A manga mustache original. Thank you, Arturo. We hope you guys take that lesson to heart with you. Maybe open your minds a little bit after watching this episode. If you like today's episode, remember we have a new one coming out every single Wednesday. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as a live episode on the last Saturday of every month at Hacienda Las Glorias on Center, not Center Point Road. First, First Avenue, Avenue. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. <laughs> come get your margs. Come get um, maybe some tacos. Yeah. We had, we had tacos last time. 
But check our bio for any information what we might have missed. Check our bio to check out Chappie's socials and all her stuff. Follow her. She makes some cool content. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for checking in. Hey, remember. Stay, stay chingon, chingon, Chicanos. Salud. That with her. Mustache Media.